on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got a decent amount of news, a lot of a lot more news than we normally have to talk about this week. Uh and we've got Crown Jewel beer ratings. I uh, I don't really think it was that great of a show. It was uh it was a Saudi show. It was a Saudi show. That is for sure. And now WWE is full swing into Survivor Series season. Uh, we're recording on a Friday this week, so SmackDown's about to come on. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Maybe, maybe not. And NXT had the big Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner match this week. Hopefully it's in Chad's top three. Um, I didn't actually watch like I said I would. I did just have it on my TV, but I barely watched a second of it. Uh, and then AEW is on television weekly. Uh, <laughs> full gear is happening soon, I think. They, I think they have six. They've got six matches. They're doing, they're doing better than they normally do. Maybe as far as announcing matches, not with anything else. But anyways. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Wrestle Pod. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 127 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. And happy Veterans Day to just Joe. Thanks, Dylan. Chad, uh, it's not a holiday for Chad since he's uh, still active in the military. But yeah, happy Veterans Day, Dylan. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have a beard. Yeah. Um, You're free man. Like going into Veterans Day, I just want to apologize in advance. I have some uh, barky puppies today because the oh. na- the neighbors are doing fireworks. What? I guess for uh, yeah, I guess for Veterans Day. Um, I don't know. That makes I don't zero know. sense. Yeah, I mean, if if we think about it, like for a large percentage of veterans, fireworks would not be their favorite thing. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have laughed at that. Um, yeah. He's not wrong, though. He's not <laughs> wrong. Oh, shit. Yikes. Yeah, you should probably... <laughs> what you should do is go over to your neighbors and be like, hey, you are you guys are really fucking up the PTSD in my house. <laughs> and just... But don't say who it's from. And... You can still be truthful, but it's just Walter's PTSD. Yeah, it's Walter's from <laughs> his time in the war on drugs. He was he's former cart- he's former cartel. Holy shit. You've seen oh. him, right? 
Yeah, I've seen Walter. Yeah, he, he's seen some shit. Holy shit. He's like the size of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, other than that, how's everyone doing? Not bad. Chad, you haven't really said much. No, I'm good. I'm uh, drinking a delicious beer. Had a what you week. having? Uh, this one is a double IPA um, a, with a peach. A dippa with peach and white grape notes from Commonwealth Brewery called Heisenberg. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Does it have meth in it? Well, I think so. Probably. Because you know what it feels like to drink meth? I have no idea, but I mean, I'm going to generally assume this is what it's like. It's pretty delicious. <laughs> we are uh, we are recording on a Friday, so SmackDown just started. Um, I know yeah, Joe, in between the intro and us starting here, had some some very not nice things to say about the Fox network. <laughs> but it wasn't. I, I wasn't that bad. I just said it wasn't what, it wasn't so much not nice things. It's like, hey, what the fuck, Fox? Yeah. Well, I haven't like started. I don't watch wrestling live like almost ever. If I'm going to watch it on the night it comes out, I watch it uh, on like a 30 to 45 minute delay so I can fast forward. Yeah. And last time I watched SmackDown live live. I guess Family Feud was on that 7.30 slot. And now it's some show that I've never watched before. Yeah, mine like had Family TMZ. Feud. Yeah, Family Feud is... is that's, that's, that's what it always should be. We've definitely talked about that on the show on multiple occasions. Yeah, SmackDown is the best. Like, um, If you're going to tune in live and you accidentally tune in five minutes early, SmackDown was always the show that you want to tune in five minutes early for because mm. you get fast money. Oh, dude. Raw and NXT give you like five minutes of Law or SVU. That's true. Every time. <laughs> and then if you accidentally stay up too late, you get God knows how much Chris Lee knows best. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not still on. I don't unless think it, so unless either. they're filming in prison. <laughs> He's in prison. I think yeah. so. I think like Joe's... tax evasion or something like that. Oh, it yeah, gets I, was say, I think Joe's spot on with that. All right. Well, Let's get into the news. Actually, Joe, we didn't say what we were drinking. I'm having a 4.2% <laughs> Miller Lite. Oh, I forgot uh, to say mine was an 8.5%. You know, oh, percentages shit. matter. Sorry. For uh, you. I do it as a joke. <laughs> I'm finishing up my my Bloody Mary. Whoa. Which was my uh which was my pre-recording drink. And I just cracked open a dogfish head tasty traveler lager. Mm. Uh, which is uh five percent by nice. alcohol. How is it? It's all right. It it tastes like a lager. Oh. I pre- I prefer I prefer a little hoppier. Here's what I'll say about your Bloody Mary choice. As a big fan of Bloody Marys, and as someone who routinely drinks what some people would call a summer drink, before almost every podcast that we do, when I drink ranch waters. Just a Bloody Mary in the middle of November just does not sound appetizing to me. But Why? I'd still I'd still do it. Why? I love Bloody Marys. I did I don't know, just Bloody Marys are a summer drink for me. Oh, I disagree. Bloody Marys, I would say, are traditionally a uh a morning like a brunch drink. Yeah. But I'd I, I mean I think it's it's just as good at night. 
Dude, I went to brunch this morning and I had key lime crushes. Ooh. They were like whipped vodka and like uh real lime juice and ginger ale and it was it was delicious. Crushes are where it's at, dude. I, I love, love crushes. crushes. Way better than Bloody Marys. Fucking hate Bloody Marys. No, Bloody Marys are better. Fucking Bloody Marys, Marys are so good. All right. Let's get into the news finally. Here we go. Uh, what do we want to start with? I don't really know what we want to start with. Start with low level work to like things we don't actually have too many comments on. All right, low level. Um, well, low level for us, but a very high level for these two people. Uh, I just want to give a shout out and congratulations to Carmela and Corey Graves who just had their baby. Um, and a special shout out to Carmela who had to go through a sixty hour labor. That's crazy. Now she knows what it feels like to get hit in the balls three times. <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. Um, I can't imagine 60 hours of that. I mean, I, I can't, can't imagine, imagine what one hour of it is I like. I can't imagine alone fucking five hours. minutes of it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Shit looks yeah. like it hurts. It's a human body coming out of your vagina. And I don't, That is like... what birth is. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have a vagina, so. Yeah. I just like to imagine it's like a thousand times worse than taking the widest shit you've ever taken. Ooh, Carlito, Carlito is speaking the truth right now. What What did he say? He's he's calling out Santos. Fucking Rey Mysterio just came out with fucking Santos oh, for the Logan Paul stuff. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'll just walk with my group. And Carlito comes out fucking mad. We'll get to that. We'll get to Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio. And bear with us as we watch SmackDown through this. (laughs) Because we will probably be just like randomly being being Booker T. Being like, oh, oh, Vic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll be saying Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. but I don't understand how you could be Booker T and not say Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. You can, I think. I don't know. Um, Next piece of news. Next piece of news. Allegedly, WWE is very close to signing Julia. Do you know anything about her, Chad? I mean, I think I talked about it like a week or two ago, maybe three weeks ago. um, When we did the PWI 250. Oh, yeah. When we, yeah, the, the the episode that Joe wasn't on, me and Dylan talked about her. Um, I said that I had watched one match. She's only ever had a match in the United States one time at that point. Um, and it was a multiverse United, uh, two for impact. And she was in a fatal four way, um, with some of the impact people. And I was, I was impressed. I think she wrestles for new Japan strong and for stardom or maybe just for like new Japan itself. But like, I think she's stardom. She's part of New Japan as well, because that's what she was billed as on this Impact show. I just know what she additionally is famous for, but I was impressed. I mean, she will definitely fit in in WWE. She's got the talent. Yeah, I mean, number two on PWI Top 250, she's going to be phenomenal. The talent is there. I'm just, I always get worried about the character, uh, but... It, it'll probably work out. WWE has this bad habit of every like Japanese female that comes. Well, she's over not Japanese, same... is she? Um, 
well, it's she's some combination, if I remember correctly, like Japanese and something else. Okay. I don't actually know. I've never seen a Julian match, but I'm excited. Italian for... Japanese professional wrestler. Okay. Uh, all right. I don't know what she looks like. I'll wait till she debuts to whether or not sup. She um, is stardom and she is New Japan. For now. Allegedly. Okay. Um <laughs> next piece of news. So the Iron Claw guys, uh Zach Efron and Jeremy Allen White, who play I don't remember which uh Carrie and Kevin. Va- okay, Carrie and Kevin Von Eric in the Iron Claw movie. Um I think they both said I know Zach Efron did, but I think they both said that they would be interested in doing something in the ring in the future. Um and then also Fightful broke something or rumored something that Jeremy Allen White might be um at full gear. And oh my god, that's next weekend. Shit. Um and then also there was a video that came out about Jeremy Allen White, or not about him, but him talking about wrestling. And it seems like he's just a full-fledged he he understands it at least. I don't know if he's a huge fan of it, but either way, he understands like the athleticism, the endurance, the psychology, the performance, the act of all of it, and makes it he made it he he seemed very appreciative for this sport that we watch so and also he's in the bear and i love the bear so he was also in shameless and shameless and i love shameless yeah so jeremy allen white big fan and even bigger of a fan after this week dude i can't fucking wait to watch this movie i saw a bunch of reviews today that posted and it basically said that it was like uh a tearjerker amazing film like really yeah, I saw they were all really, really positive reviews. I'm so excited for this movie. I'm trying to remember the uh, just like a mainstream wrestling movie about try- real life. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the uh, the dark side episode, which one of them lost their leg, right? Uh, Care Carrie is Carrie. the one who loses his leg. He's the one who went to WWE as Texas Tornado. Okay, and the whole time he was in WWE, apparently he didn't have a leg and like would shower in his clothes after matches because he didn't want people to know he had an amputated leg. Mm. Whoa. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I like barely know anything about the Von Eriks. So I'm excited to watch the movie and maybe it'll get me interested to not watch old matches, but just research and learn more. Just watch the, the dark side episode and probably the dark side. That's probably what I'll end up doing. (laughs) Uh, okay, last piece of news, unless you guys have something else, but next year, I think it's late next year, this time, around this time next year, maybe December of next year, NXT will be moving to the CW. Okay. So it's right on par with the CW, um, where the acting is always horrendous. <laughs> and that's really the only comment that I had about it. So I think this tails directly into some other reports we uh, saw this week dealing with the CW. So 
Um, it was reported like two weeks ago that NWA had also signed with CW. They were actually reported first as signing with CW. Um, CW's trying to apparently change their whole like network to be more like sports and uh, reality TV centric, um, less like bad TV Arrow's show. Over. Yeah, no, hey, the Arrowverse and uh, oh, was, did, is all of the Arrowverse over? I, yeah, like all I, of that's over. I liked Arrow when it first came out, and then they it just started getting into fucking drama with dc characters yeah also <laughs> laurel lance sup so uh so now that brunette. that's over that's the I guess. One. yeah not the blonde one i yeah. think they're trying to do more like she could get it too sports <laughs> both of them yeah um so they signed c the N- the nwa apparently as well for a weekly show and a reality show about the nwa is the report um wow. Well, during the last pay-per-view, which I watched live, uh, NWA Sawin, um, they had a spot where one of the backstage commentators, um, the, the backstage, or not the backstage commentators, one of the backstage personalities um, was seen doing like lines of coke with strippers. Huh. So like uh, on that's purpose, like a, That's right? like an early so- episode of Raw Underground. <laughs> so like they they did this on purpose it wasn't like cameras actually you know it was like this. no it was like a scripted scene because like okay. the fans were around the person so then it like, wasn't coke it was still... probably yeah the, the point of it whether it was or wasn't it's not the point here it's that it was a set spot that they put on the show <laughs> like well, who who does that entertain or who does that benefit like what what is the point of having something like that on your pay-per-view <laughs> i don't know because i remember watching it live and being like holy shit I cannot believe they just tried to tell me that that guy is snorting cocaine <laughs> on this wrestling pay-per-view right next to fans. Like, um, especially when you're in the midst of contract negotiations slash potentially already being signed to a TV deal. Like, I mean, why, you why think, would you do that? Like, NWA is a smaller company than, like, MLW or Impact right now. But to sign a company contract with CW would instantly put you making more money off your weekly show than those two bigger companies already do. They would put them at number three. It would put them at number three almost instantly. Or I guess in in America. Yeah, United States-wise, sure. Yeah, CMLL, AAA, New Japan, Stardom, they're... They're probably bigger, I get it, but like... In the United States, if you have a CW deal as the NWA, you, you probably are number three based on what you're making off your weekly show in TV budget because Access TV is not helping Impact much, I'm sure. Um, no, I highly doubt that. Uh, <laughs> maybe this, maybe the Samsung TV app is. I don't know. No, that's but... just old wrestling. Oh, that's, that's just true. Old Impact and and older uh, total yeah, nonstop old, old Impact and also uh, older TNA. End all be all. The rumor is that they have lost this TV deal and or that CW is now not going to air it, but they're just going to have it exclusive to their app. Oh, Oh my God. Like, imagine you lose your wrestling show from YouTube or Fight TV, and now you're locked into only watching it on the CW app, not the show on TV, on the app. Like, and then like, on top of that, like, who has the CW app? I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> As a guy that grew up without cable, I watched a lot of uh, CW or WB, depending on what year it was. Yeah, Smallville and shit. Yeah. Oh, I love Smallville. Yeah. Smallville was great. Um, but I don't watch any of it now, and I wouldn't have the app either. So, Nor would I. 
Hopefully, for their sake, it's just a rumor. But like, holy shit, what a poor choice! I don't. I didn't even watch the CW when Arrow first like first got big. Like, I would just watch no, Arrow I watched on, it Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Either way, I mean, even if they did get signed to the CW, I wouldn't watch the NWA. Oh no, it's not. It's not a product you would want to watch week in and week out at all. It's, I mean, Isn't, I might uh... have to with all the cocaine they snort. <laughs> Isn't what what's what's that EC three the champ right now? EC three is the champ right now. He after a grueling battle with Tyrus. Yeah. <laughs> In this last pay per view, he beat Tom Latimer. Matt Cardona's back there though. So, yeah, Matt Cardona's everywhere though. Yeah, that's true. I love Matt Cardona. Basically, just means like if Matt Cardona is like the only person you like, it's just like a guarantee that you're not going to see him every week because he's also literally everywhere else no he's also making appearances for my other favorite non-wbaw brands too so impact he's also been on impact in the recent past like he was at bound for glory in the battle royal he's everywhere dude he's he is what cody rhodes was in 2016 yeah that's what he's trying to do anyway i would say he's he's succeeding he's doing awesome I wouldn't say he's having the impact Cody did, but he is definitely no because he doesn't have the backing of the Bullet Club. I think he said that he's making more money than he did as Zack Ryder, so probably. I think he's. I think he's crushing. He's pocketing it. all of it, pure. It's like pure pocket. Well, yeah, he you know? he charges fifty dollars for a photo. <laughs> I don't know who would pay that. Wait, how do you guys know that? <laughs> uh, I paid that <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, do you guys have any other news? There, there is some other news, but it's uh, better to talk about it during the weekly recap. So, specifically, war games um, and the devil. But if you don't have anything else, we can move on to oh. Crown Jewel. Boy, what a show! I, I don't know what you're so upset. About. I'm gonna be honest with so, you. I thought it was a a good show. I didn't think it was bad at all. I, didn't, I thought I didn't every match was, was. I didn't think it was good or bad. It was it the was, most middle of the road show I've ever seen. It was very middle of the road. You're right about that. Nothing, I don't think there was a match on there that was bad though. That's why but there I wasn't I a, a match high... that was like that. Like was like, oh man, I would go back and watch. It, not that match. not that I go back and watch a ton of wrestling right now because I just don't have the time. But like, there wasn't a match on this card that I would go back and watch. I don't know. I thought there was at least three matches on this card that I found overly entertaining. The opener Over- and the ending. I thought the opening match was very good. Um, yeah, Seth I'm- and Drew. I thought the main event was very, very good. Uh, obviously, it had a ending that we all knew, but I thought it was very good. And honestly, I enjoyed the Bianca and Io match a lot. Yeah, they were good matches. They just... I wouldn't go back and watch them. It's It's literally... A wrestling match that I'm only ever going to watch once. It was a good episode of Raw or SmackDown. It was better than that. No, I don't think so. Because Raw and SmackDown can be very good right now. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I watched Carlito Raw, I Bobby Lashley match that's going on right now. <laughs> I watched Raw live and I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, it wasn't good this week, but it, it was a good episode of Raw or SmackDown. Is what I said. I thought I think it's better than that. Well, shall we get started with the first match? Let's do it. Um, uh, well, signs. No, I, I didn't have any signs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. It's a Saudi show. I don't think they. I don't even think they let them. Actually, no. No, I saw. I saw two signs, but they were just like drawings of somebody's logo. 
Well, and also they let, uh, gosh, who had all the, was it LA Knight who had a ton of yeah signs? Oh, yeah, they did give out they so just, many of those it, yeah Like signs. The, the, the pieces of paper that they handed out. I did have a comment about this, which I was appreciative of about this show. And I think this is true for whatever. What was the Saudi show earlier this year? Night of Champions? Night of Champions. And it's also included in that, but I don't think I made this comment back then. And I just realized it over this last weekend. But I think we're finally out of, and I think this has to do with Vince leaving, um, but we're finally out of the Saudi shows just bringing back the old timers just for a pop from the Saudi crowd. Yeah. The, the Goldbergs and Undertakers and the the fucking EX Brothers of Destruction match that we didn't even. I think was, that was in Australia. That though. was Australia, but uh, but we didn't even get Titus O'Neil or Natalia showing up. Yeah, they like, always show up at, in Saudi. And like I say that, and then people will argue like, "Oh my God, John Cena and Rey Mysterio were on this card." Like they can still go. Yeah, but and also count. they've been on TV. Yeah, that shit does not count. I'm talking about the dudes that like have no business being in the ring. Taker and Goldberg, especially. Um, but anyways, yes, the first match, the pre-show match. Joe, what did you think of Sami Zayn versus JD McDonough? You know, I didn't watch the pre-show match. <laughs> I so so like Why, I yes. I honestly would have gone back and watched it, but like I had already fast forwarded through the entire pre-show because I I never watch the pre-show if I'm not watching live. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that they were talking about that match. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess I missed that. And I just never I, I was going to go back and watch it. But then I didn't. I, but was I did watch a lot more weekly wrestling than I, I have been doing the last couple of weeks because I'm you, finally buddy. finally settled. You know, that's good. Yeah, I can see you got your ATAT canvas thing behind you. Yeah. Up on the wall. Yeah. You know, someone settled in to their house when they've got shit on the walls. Because <laughs> that's like the last fucking thing you do. <laughs> I'm not full. I like I uh, by all means. I'm not fully like settled into this house. Like I, I still have stuff to unpack, but I, the stuff I need is is available. Yeah, but like you guys get what I'm saying. Putting like hanging yeah, shit on yeah. the walls is the worst. Yeah, that's true. The worst. Yeah. All right, Sami Zayn and JD McDonough, Chad. This was a good raw match. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this was. I enjoyed it. The pop Sammy got was incredible. The crowd, like you say what you want about uh, Saudi crowds, but they make it enjoyable because they think everything's the coolest thing they've ever fucking seen. Yeah. They're constantly popping for like normal shit. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. It's like a Lego movie. Yeah, I don't know. Has anyone ever talked shit about the Saudi crowd? Like. no, we, I, I don't think know. I'm fairly certain we have. Well, I I know we've talked about how they think everything is awesome, but like I was thinking during this show, man, this is how every crowd should be. Yeah, yeah, and it's they, just like, not it, like it, it just it just like yes, they get entertained by uh, a chop on the chest. It makes but, me wonder if like does Saudi get the weekly shows? I think they get it, but I think that maybe fifteen percent of the the people in Saudi watch watch it every week. Oh shit! Rey Mysterio just punched Santos. He's well, not he happy with him. himself. He's not happy with himself. He's he's regretting everything he's done. Oh boy! 
Santos is mad. Trouble ruining the, the whole LWO. thing for me right now. Oh, you're not, you watching? not watching? Oh, no, he's, in his, basketball. he's in his fucking front row. You're watching oh. Auburn basketball? Yeah, we're good at basketball. Are you? Yeah, we've been top 25 every year since oh. Bruce Pearl took, like, got big. Oh, I didn't know Bruce Pearl was still coaching. Yeah, we, we've been top 25 at some point of every season for five straight seasons. Oh, well, we've been San, to three of the San, last four tournaments. I, mean I don't, we? I don't want to. Sp- yeah, we. What do you mean we? Auburn. Did you? Where'd you go to college? Uh, Tidewater Community College. Oh, okay. Oh shit, Santos! Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a couple seconds behind you, by the way, Dylan. Okay. Well, Santos retaliated. Oh, Santos isn't happy with himself either. Ooh. Oh, now he is. Yeah, he's very happy. He just, he just broke Rey Mysterio's leg. Yeah, this um, was not surprising. Speaking of wrestling, uh, Sami Zayn and JD McDonough. Um, oh, but really, when this started, I, I, I was just like, "Why the fuck is Byron Saxton doing the ring announcing?" Oh yeah, that did we was... get? Did we get a reason for that? Is this just because like Mike Rome and uh, Samantha uh, Irvin? Samantha, Ir- I, I mean, the to Samantha Irvin not doing it makes sense um, because she would have had to been ring announcing in a jumpsuit or whatever the fuck they wear. <laughs> but like I don't understand why Mike Rome wouldn't go. Yeah, Mike Rome would have been way better. Byron <clears throat> Saxon was not actually it, on the pre-show. I was like, I was upset about it, and I actually didn't hate it. I didn't like. I it. personally did not hate Byron Saxon ring announcing. At first, my take was that I hated it, but I I didn't I didn't actually. Uh okay. Yeah, really the only thing about this match, there's two things. There was the giant like rope burn on JD's oh like, my oblique. God. That looked disgusting. Huge welt. Just like a fucking six like a like a one foot by one foot red welt on his side. It was disgusting. And then Joe, Sami Zayn won this match. What move do you think he used to win? Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't think that it was the hell of a kick. It was because not. that's because of because why would I ask the question if it yeah, was? He it had to have been the blue thunder bomb, which he did win with the blue thunder bomb. He won with the blue thunder bomb, which has never happened immediately like, never happened after before. a haluva kick. He did do haluva kick into blue thunder bomb, but still but, he won with the blue thunder bomb. Nice. Good for him. I was I was quite excited for that. Uh, it got a beer and a half. The blue thunder bomb is just so much better of a move than the hell of a kick. Yeah, but you also can't do the blue thunder bomb on. I don't know. Big show. Well, that's not your place to do that, Chad. My place to do that. Yeah. Well, that's no, he Joe's said it wasn't favorite. his favorite wrestler that's anymore. Joe's favorite wrestler is Paul White. He's the same person. <laughs> oh, so that's what my I misunderstood. I'm so sorry. Hey, yeah, if if you want to come in, Chad, and say here comes the money, then then you can. <laughs> I start singing Jeff Hardy theme music, then or okay. uh, or hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I fucking hate Valvina. Or um, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh wait, there's more. Oh, there's this more. There's is is more. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate all those people so much. <laughs> oh, 
<clears throat> All right, Blue Thunderbomb for the win. One yep. and a half beers, and then we actually yep. started the show. Of course. Seth Rollins yeah. versus Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. Was this the best match on the card? Best match on the card. I think so, too. Best match on the card. Do you yeah, think, think it's so. because the main event was yes. even more obvious than this was? Yes. It, it's. I thought, I mean, like, if I was to rank matches that could have gone the other way on the card, this actually ranks higher than almost anything on the card, except for the one match that swerved the three of us. Right. You know, like... Oh, speaking of matches, uh, I, I do want to... Back to the pre-show match, I do really just want to give a special shout-out, Chad, to your wife, Sam, who picked J.D. McDonough to beat Sami Zayn. <laughs> because if she had picked Sami Zayn, she would be the champ. <laughs> yeah. I made sure to tell her. Why would she do that? I mean, you never know when Judgment Day is going to show up and do something. That's fair. It's Sami Zayn in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, I know that. I didn't tell her that. Good. I'm glad you didn't because <laughs> I would not be the champ still. Hey, they said your pick was dumb. Oh, Chad. You said they. I didn't I didn't say anything. Joe agreed. Oh, yeah. This is all Dylan. I agree, but <laughs> um all right, Rollins and McIntyre. Rollins and McIntyre. Yeah, this could have gone the other way. It's like possible, right? There was no way LA and I was going to win. And even though I think quality of match and like hype of the crowd and like overall wrestling, actually, I might have leaned to the main event. It kept me way more invested and involved in this match that there was a possibility that Drew could have actually won. Yeah. It's low, but there was a possibility. Yeah. Um. The Saudi crowd was cheering the shit out of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. During this match and booing Seth Rollins at times. Not a lot of like uh, chanting of his theme music. Yeah. I, were you surprised by that? Or is is the Saudi crowd? It's just because it's the Saudi crowd. They do what they want. Well, is it because it's flamboyant? Maybe. Ooh. Maybe Drew's like they're more no, like. No, they, they've been over on like at Elimination Chamber that which I think was the last one they did in Saudi. They were no night of champions was the last one they did when in he Saudi. won in Saudi earlier this year over AJ Styles. Styles? They yeah, were Styles. cheering for him then. I think they're just cheering for the COVID champ. Honestly, I, I mean, think they're yeah. really over on Drew. I kind of wanted Drew to win. I, I really now. I mean, it, it's better storytelling for him not to win because of what's about to happen. Which we like, we were kind of texting about earlier today. Yeah, we'll get to it when we talk about Raw. Um, the last thing, the last note I had for this match was, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but at the end of the match, like before before the end of the match happened, um, I noticed that both guys were would like pause at some points, and it it looked like they were expecting someone to come out before the match ended because they were just staring at the ramp. Uh, did you guys notice that? I don't know if they missed something here. Or what, but obviously, so Seth won, and then we got the priest stuff. Maybe they yeah, just didn't I, realize when it was going to happen. Maybe it was a botch on priest part. I don't know. I doubt it because what happened with priest, you know, like, so priest comes out to cash in um, and tells the ref like a thousand times i'm sure i'm sure i definitely want to do this please let me do this i would love to cash in yes please for like what seemed like forever just to give Sami Zayn enough time to come steal the briefcase yeah which i was actually super pumped for i've never really been pumped about like stealing titles or 
briefcases or whatnot, but I don't know why, but I like this this one. Yeah, it was and enough then for all me to sudden, take a note about it. On on Monday, I was not very happy about it. Oh yeah, fucking but, Pierce. Yeah, um, dude, you suck. By the way, for telling me to tune into Monday Night Raw. I will tell you exactly why. I I made a bold prediction for Monday Night Raw when we talk about it. But until then, I'll keep you guessing. Um, um the my my biggest note on this match is that there were a lot of finishers that were kicked out of during this match. Yeah. yeah. The Claymore, which almost never gets kicked out of. Kicked out of. Yeah, so did the Stomp. I can only remember so did the Gunther kicking out of the Claymore. Well, oh, those aren't good pants on Bailey. Like her every hips pant, look huge. Every pant is good. Good pant on Bailey. Thank you, uh, Dylan. So uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't like the red with the black. Well, Bailey's out here probably to talk about her. What happened at huge, Crown Jewel, uh, which we will get to. Uh, Seth versus Drew got three and a quarter beers. And we will move on to the women's world championship fatal five way. Rhea Ripley, have... Raquel Rodriguez, Zoe Stark, uh, Nia Jax, and Shayna. Got them all. I have a note nice. that says uh, before we talk about the actual match, I want to talk about the entrances. I I had one note that said ask chat about Zoe Stark's entrances. And I think that's because is it music is it the music the entrance music. I feel I like that I, that's an entrance music that Chad would really like. I feel like she has an actual entrance music because it has words, you know. Yeah, it is like an actual song, not just no, like generic yeah. butt rock guitars. Yeah, I I feel I feel like that's like a, a song that that Chad specifically could really get behind. Well, like it sounded like metalcore, so you're like, yeah. oh, this is Chad's music. Yeah. And we know Chad. He loves getting behind stuff. Especially Zoe Stark. No. No, I agree. No, I, agree. No, I, I don't know why I wrote that down. I don't know what frame of mind I was in, but I said, ask Chad about Zoe's entrance music. And then the other note I had on entrance was special entrance for Rhea dash Arabian Nights. Yeah, it was when Rhea <laughs> made her entrance. You knew immediately, like, yes, my pick is correct. I yeah. do not need to watch this match to know who's going to win. I thought this was really entertaining of a match, though. I thought they did oh, some yeah. stuff I haven't seen before. I thought the ending was very original, entertaining. I mean, it was pretty. I guess it wasn't necessarily completely original. It was very similar to like the the Roman Reigns stack, almost. Mm -hmm. But like, it it really put him over. I mean, put her over. So I mean, I was all for it. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was good. I just wish Nia wasn't in it. Yeah, I did like that. They all just teamed up on Nia. like it didn't matter. Healer face like everyone hated Nia. Yeah, she didn't get a lot of moments in the match. She got moments put like where she was the one getting attacked. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite spot in the match was where uh, there was a couple women outside the ring and Zoe Stark. I don't remember if she did like a springboard or something or if she leaped up to the corner and then leaped outside the ring, but she leaped literally over top of the cameraman and the like the the panning camera angle like as it went like the camera followed her as she jumped outside the ring and then the cameraman just fell over <laughs> probably because he got dizzy <laughs> it was very funny my absolute favorite thing is watching the cameraman fall yeah 
either either if you get the camera angle of them like them holding the camera and falling or if you just see like a camera from far away and you catch them falling both are hilarious chad what are you listening to chad is listening to his phone there was an interview with billy corgan on the nwa and i was trying to see if it was like uh him denying or bringing light to the rumors or not but mm. nothing important nwa is like working a farm system gotcha um i did have i did have another note here uh chad who who was your blood prediction for this show not that any of us got it right i just want to i just want to pick your brain on why you picked blood in a women's saudi arabia match (laughs) the face of what was going to probably be the hardest hitting it's the same reason you picked Rhea Ripley a few days, weeks ago. It's not because you think they're going to like bloody their elbows. Like you think a bloody lip or a nose is going to happen. Like, well, I picked Rhea because she was in a match. Who was she in a match with? Nia Jax. Exactly. Nia Jax. No, this one was with Nia Jax. Why would you oh. not think there's a possibility she could be bloodied in the face? Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. You know what? The other one was Raquel. I, I took, the one I, you picked was Raquel. Okay. Well, when I took the note, I was like, Chad's a fucking idiot. But now that you've explained it, it makes a lot of sense. It doesn't really matter. Like Shayna hits hard, like fucking Raquel hits hard. Naya breaks people's faces on accident. Zoe Stark was there. Zoe Stark was in the match. Chad's like, favorite women's wrestler. Uh, no, 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 Bailey, Bailey. Really? Uh, Rhea and Bailey. Okay. Naya Same reason though. Um. This got us two beers. Dos Biros. <laughs> Cervezas. Right. That's what I said. Uh, uh, the next, Rhea, Rhea wins, by the way. The next spot was the Miz spot next? No. Next, okay. next, next was, was the, actually uh, the between little, matches. Shocker. Between matches was the reveal of what's been rumored but they finally confirmed it war games war games which we already have a war games match which we'll talk about but yeah that was exciting get to hear war pigs again this year i was pumped generals gathered in their masses burner anyways cena Versus Solo Sokoa was next. Uh, the only match we all got wrong. So we all yeah. have the same match picks. Every single one of us picked every match the exact same. Yeah, the only thing that was different was the uh, props. Props. Yeah. Well, and the JD McDonough prediction. Well, for... no, Sam no, no, picked no, no. He's two matches the three of us. Sam picked this match correctly, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yes, she did. Yeah. Which, when I saw Sam's predictions, I was like, okay, don't need to worry about her. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I, are we surprised? Like, obviously, in the moment, everyone's probably surprised about the outcome of this match. But looking back, hindsight 2020. Yeah, this makes sense. It makes sense, I think. I think they would have really killed Solo as a character if they hadn't lost to a guy who had lost for five straight years. Like you can't keep eh, selling me on John Solo Cena. being this bad. No, yeah, it was a must-win theory. 
at Mania. It's not the same thing. Like, but I get also, it. Also, it was a must win. So Cena won his must win. It wasn't like it was a can't lose for Solo. No. He could have lost. I don't, I don't he know if been it would have worked. He would have been fine. But they put him over heavy because he dominated John Cena in the last few minutes of this match. That's oh true. Oh, boy. Something crazy is about to happen in the SmackDown women's division. We'll talk about that next week. I'm probably going to have to rewatch SmackDown with sound. Um, Let's see. It... I'm trying to think here. She's not on this brand. I'm trying to think here. I was. I thought I had a note about Cena and Goat. I mean, they call him the Goat now. So, is basically, I I know I've had this. I I don't think I've asked this yet, but I know I have this note in my notes somewhere. Is John oh, Cena? Shit. Is John Cena the Goat? Uh, he is the Goat Sports Entertainer. If you think about it, though, like in aspects of like all around performer. No, I think as a sports entertainer, because who 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 is as good as him or very close to him on the mic and just like would run circles around him in the ring flair. Yeah, we're like talking prime or prime time. Prime or flair, 70, obviously, yeah, like 73 year old. It's flair. of all time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Sorry, I just read my my quote from this match, and it made me laugh. <laughs> okay, uh, but but we could finish this conversation first. But uh, I I don't. It's it's tough. Like, there's always goat debates in other sports, and I feel like this is almost never a debate in wrestling. I feel. Well, Mount Rushmore is more a thing in wrestling. I mean, it's uh, yeah, that's kind of a thing everywhere t- though, too. Is it like yeah? But like, it, I think people take don't do the goat thing in wrestling because kind of what you're getting at, Joe, is like there's so many aspects to being a good professional wrestler. Yeah, John the, Cena that- is is if we were to talk about like best in ring ability john cena wouldn't be in the conversation at all no like he'd be so far from that conversation but he's up there with the rock with in regards to sports entertainment you know his ability to, to deliver a promo his deliver his ability to get in the ring with anybody and put on the same quality match so are you saying so if if we're if we're talking all around, you put all aspects of being a good wrestler slash sports entertainer. I I, I think he is the goat. Yeah, I I I think that's I think it's fair to say. And I think Flair is the only one who gives him a run for his money. The only honestly. other person who's a sixteen-time champ. You have to take into account wrestling ability, obviously, which seen as not the best at talking which he is longevity which he he's got like people would put Hogan that's why the rock game. that's why the rock is not in goat status because of the longevity. longevity oh yeah, yeah he's only with the company for like what four years 
No, Pe- it was longer than that. People would put Hogan in that conversation. I'm not going to put Hogan in that. Hogan, Hogan is should be automatically not, disqualified. Not, not good on the mic. He's not good on the mic or, he's or a in the ring. Person. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think the other thing. Well, I, it's obvious why WWE calls him the goat is because he doesn't have anything like you cannot find a bad story about him. But I think that helps him in the goat debate too. Is like he's he a genuinely great he person. Such a good person. Yeah. Yeah. The Make a Wish Foundation numbers. Yeah, I saw a video this week of a. Uh, he was he was sitting backstage somewhere. Not I don't think at a wrestling event, but he was sitting backstage, probably at like a film studio place. But uh, he was watching a video of a kid who was crying. Who he gave a make or no? Sorry, he gave a wristband to the kid. A never give up wristband to a kid at a wrestling event, and the kid was crying. Said that uh, his mom had cancer, and she was like given months to live or whatever. And the kid at the time went up, gave his mom the wristband, and like started crying with her and was like something, something. John Cena never give up, and she beat cancer, and Cena watching this video starts crying and the kid like busts out of nowhere. <laughs> like kind of like John Cena does in some of those videos where like the kids are doing the pictures with John, like a cardboard cutout John Cena. And then all of a sudden he's there is like what this kid did to him. It's like Gosh. Cena is just like such a good person. Yeah. <laughs> so Sorry, let me, but... let me bring the conversation around a little bit back to, uh, Back to this match. I have a I have one quote from this match. It's from Wade Barrett. Oh God. <laughs> it says John Cena, as much as we don't want to see that big R word and then he's it. paused and then he's like retirement. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kept on talking about how John Cena was gonna retire soon. <laughs> but I was like, he said, John Cena, as much as we don't want to see that big R word. <laughs> yeah, my note says Wade says the R word is retirement. And then I said, That's I thought that's what they used to call Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <clears throat> because it is. It is what they call Kane. What they called Kane. But or I don't say the R word. I don't Waller. I don't say that. I don't either. Uh, Cena, Cena got thumbed a lot in this match, Joe. He did get thumbed a lot. Yeah. Oh. Moving on, let's get into the Miz TV stuff. Oh, wait, wait how much? Ha- beer, beer. Two. Dose. Dose beers. Solo one. Good job, Sam. I'm not going to say good job. It's because you're upset you almost lost the belt. But I didn't. It would have been embarrassing to lose it at a crown jewel event, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's honestly really hard to lose the belt at a a B or C rated show, wherever you want to put this. Like yeah. we're all we all know who's good, like pretty much who's gonna win, and we're all we all pick the same things. So like many full gear, full gear, there's a good chance of you losing. Yeah, full gear looks difficult. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna lose. So, shut the fuck up. I, mean, I bet I, you don't. I bet you you're gonna do so good. You're gonna get first place. You're gonna beat us all. We're gonna. You're gonna be us by like eight to ten points. You're probably gonna sweep us by actually. Oh yeah, I'll probably get everyone wrong. Yeah, we'll probably get all of them wrong, and you'll just have every match right because you're so smart. That's just false. Everything you guys are saying is false. 
That's all I have to say about that. Uh, let's get into Miss TV, where I basically, uh, I was very scared about my who not on the card is going to show up prediction for like a few minutes. So my who not on the card prediction, which I needed, was Grayson Waller. And because I had seen rumors of Grayson Waller getting pulled from like live events and not being on TV last week because he was going to go to Saudi. Well, then the Miz comes out for Miz TV. And I was like, because the assumption was Grayson Waller was going to be there to do Grayson Waller effect. So -hmm. when the Miz came out to do Miz TV, I was like, fuck, they scrapped everything with Grayson Waller. And I'm going to lose because of Grayson Waller. But nope, he was there. He was. I I was fucking thrilled. All right. So my notes for this segment is... If the like the Miz is obviously like played the face here, is that because they were in Saudi, or no, are we gonna get an raw. actual feud? No. no, like two weeks of Raw now, he's been the face. Yeah, did you, uh, did you see him on Raw this week? He was getting the shit cheered out of him. He is a face right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then my other note was, oh, I have I have three three notes. My other one of my other notes is where do I watch Saudi Nacho Libre? Because <laughs> I did a little bit of research, and that's pretty much what it looks like. It looks like he's trying to be a lucha libre wrestling or a wrestler. Uh what's the name it, of the movie? It, I uh, I don't. I didn't write it down. Hold on. I think it's called Nacho Libre, and then in parentheses, Saudi version. It's called Sat- Satar. And it's he's looks like fucking Saudi Nacho Libre on the on the cover art. Pretty close to what I said. Um, it says it's a comedy. So I think they said this guy was a, a comedic actor. Oh boy, that looks bad. <laughs> I really want to watch Saudi Nacho Libre. All right, well. Figure out a way to watch it and come back with a movie review for us. It's got a 7.1 on IMDb. That's pretty high. That's actually pretty good. What does Nacho Libre have? Oh, boy. Probably like a fucking... I'm going to say a Uh, 4.9. It's actually a a 9.5. 5.9. Oh, I got my number switch. (laughs) (laughs) 5.9. Uh, I was about to say, Joe, there's a 0% chance Nacho Libre is a nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and then the other one was a conversation between Wade and Cole, and it just made me giggle. It said, Ibrahan is already better in the ring than Michael Cole ever was. And then Cole says, but is he undefeated at WrestleMania? And I was like, ha, Cole is undefeated. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, so this this segment, uh, so it starts off with with Miz just being uber face, um, greeting his guest. You know, they talk a little bit. Grayson Waller comes out and he says, "Oh, now you like it's good to see a real movie star here. Uh, Now I can give you a real, real talk show host." And then Ibrahim like wasn't a big fan of Grayson Waller. Tries to fight him. Grayson hits him. Uh, then Miz goes to beat up Grayson Waller. Ibrahim uh, kicks him in the face, which is when that quote came, came, comes in. And uh, then that was pretty much the end of the segment. 
at people's elbow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ibrahim hits a people's elbow. What are you showing us? Oh, that's, that's that's the movie Sitar. on Netflix. It's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Is it's it in on... English? Uh, it looks like it has subtitles. I mean, I okay, don't subtitles. I'm not gonna read. If I wanted to read, I would fucking read a book. Well, it's there. I would a thousand percent rather watch a show with subtitles than read a book. Yeah, I'm that, on that's because you're Dylan. stupid. <laughs> I'm with Dylan on that one. I like subtitles actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, I I don't know. I just thought Chad, you maybe back me up here, but I just thought this this whole segment was just so gimmicky. It was <laughs> really cringy. I'll tell you that. It was cringy. No, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, that's because you don't like anything. It did get a quarter of a beer. <laughs> you don't like anything. Okay, dickhead. All right, Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio. Did you like that? I that's thought it was okay. I did, too. I liked it. Logan Paul saves Rey Mysterio's life here, bud. Yeah, I wrote that, uh, too. Are you talking about the springboard moonsault? The springboard moonsault that Ray did not get enough backwards movement on. He only got like a foot of movement backwards. He got the right angle because he was he's not supposed to do a full flip, right? He's supposed to land in the guy's arms, but he only got like a foot of movement backwards. So Logan Paul had to basically like jump forward and catch him before he his neck hit the mat, which he did and then was fluidly able to make it into a move. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, a lot of people online that were angry about this because somebody pointed out the same fact that Chad just did. And a lot of people were like, no, it was Logan Paul's fault. He should have stepped. He was supposed to step into it. No, that was the spot. Dude, if he had. OK, yeah, sure. He might need to step into it a little bit, but not jump forward two to three feet to catch him on that move. I mean, yeah. he he was in a spot you would look at and say, normally, that looks like he's in a good spot for that move. Yeah, regardless, and I think I've been on record saying this, uh, at least since the last Logan Paul match, but he is the best non-full-time, like, celebrity wrestler ever. We're not we're not going with Bad Bunny on this? I um, think I'm, no. Than, I think he's better than Bad Bunny. Bad yeah. Bunny is a gimmick spot wrestler. Like he's got the big spots, oh you know. God, Chad, the gim, like the no, like I'm saying like the gim- gimmick matches. Like he was really great in the street fight. Mm-hmm. What about the tag team match in WrestleMania? And he had the gimmick match. spots in that match. The the uh, what's it called? The Canadian Destroyer. But like the normal wrestling moments weren't anything to like write home about. They were good, but not great. Yeah. Logan Paul is doing normal wrestling stuff. Great. Yeah, Logan. Lo- I I agree match. with you. I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Uh, Logan the, Paul the is did a, a moonsault fall away slam in this match. Um, while, while he was holding Ray, Ray Mysterio, like did a moonsault with him in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear what they called the buckshot lariat? It's like they called it a slingshot clothesline. I think. Slingshot That's kind of what clothes. it is. What's that? It's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's not like they were going to call it a buckshot lariat. Is that patented by uh, by Hangman? I don't think any wrestling moves like that are patented, but I think it's so that people don't, if they see the cool move, it's so that they don't Google buckshot lariat and get AEW results. That's fair. 
slingshot clothes. Some of that stuff is copyrighted, so it might be a copyright problem too. Not patented, but copyrighted. I don't think the names of moves are copyrighted. I wouldn't be surprised if someone's copyrighted their own moves. Tombstone's definitely not copyrighted, even though that's Undertaker's move. Because that's what the move is called. Yeah. Other people do it. Like when the Bucks do the when the Bucks do it. Or no, when um a perfect example is Okada. He does tombstones, and that's what they call it in New Japan. They call it tombstone. So I, I really like the, the Logan Paul Rey Mysterio match. It was good. Uh the Logan Paul's I don't know the name of the dude that helped him out again in this match, but gave him brass knucks, and then the knucks got knocked out of the ring. It looked like Rey Mysterio might actually win. I was very surprised when we all picked Logan Paul to win this match, but I I did think it was very obvious yeah. that he was going to win this. I think Sam had a hard time picking this match. This this is such a good money move for WWE to have Logan Paul be a champion in their company. I mean, yeah. and they didn't put a major title on it. They put like the least important singles title on the show on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because LA Knight's on the screen right now. Um, yeah. I have nothing else to say about this match. Nothing else oh, to yeah. say. Santos le- Santos picked up the brass. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot to talk about that because we kind of talked about it earlier. Like, so Logan Paul's goon brings him the brass knucks, and Santos comes out and he's like, no, you can't do that. And at like tears him away from Logan and then like leaves him on the fucking ring as if no one's going to pick him up like that. That was intentional. Let's and I think I'm I'm definitely on the same page as Carlito here is you don't fucking do that by accident. Just leave him right in arm's length of Logan Paul. Yeah. Like why even show up? We know you're we know you're a bad guy. And tonight solidified that he's tired of Rey Mysterio holding the Latino spotlight. Maybe. Yeah. Whoa, drama. I mean, <laughs> it's the only reason I can think of without listening to SmackDown. But I've <laughs> at least seen what I've at least seen what happened. <laughs> I'm kind of listening. Well, either way, Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio got 1.75 beers. Uh, we will move on to EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. Bianca. Here, Wade Barrett say Bianca. Yep, that was fun. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about this match except for the ending. So if you guys want to talk about it, then go ahead. I just this think was... it was a standard. It was it was a match. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I thought this was really good. I thought they had some really good spots. I thought that they were um, very fluid. It looks like they clearly have in-ring chemistry with each other. Yeah. no, I didn't really have any. Were, it was fun to watch, but I there's not there's nothing to talk about. I didn't really have any notes until Bailey and her pants showed up. Bailey and her pants. My they did show up. My God. Makes me weak. There was like pictures on the internet afterwards. My wife was like, there's no way that's real. I'm like, did we watch the same show? Because those that's real. Maybe she's saying her butt's not real. She's Spanish. Of course her butt's <laughs> real. Wow. But uh Right after Bailey came back, um, another person showed up, and we got our 
incredibly quick uh, Kyrie Sane debut, complete opposite of what I expected. Debut or return, Chad? Re- return. Sorry. Review. Yeah, I think that's actually. Yeah, I think Joe hit the nail on the head. It's a review. Um, it's a totally different character. You can already tell. Oh, yeah. she's not the pirate, and, and she's her her gimmick, and she's, that she's not been doing fr- the last couple years. She's not friends with Oscar, which is weird. I mean, she's friends with her friend that she was before she joined WWE in the first place, yeah. which is the Sky. Oh. But Chad, when you watch SmackDown tonight, you'll realize that she's not friends with Oscar, at least not at the moment. Um. Okay. Good. She, I want her and EO to break off from damage control and then them the tag team matches against ooh, each other. I I see I I would rather like Bailey get kind of pushed into the corner which seems like what's happening. Yeah. And yeah, she just kind of gets pushed into the corner and the the group dissolves but it it's like Dakota is tired of her shit, uh EO's tired of her shit and uh, fucking Kyrie. Kyrie never liked her in the first place. Yeah, the, Kyrie... the night the night of Crown Jewel is certainly going to be the catalyst for damage control being no more. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Kyrie saying review to literally zero reaction. <laughs> yeah, crowd did not know who the a fuck different that was. show would have gotten better reaction. I. Think. I, I... I'm not even certain it would have because I think it was half of it was like a lot of people could barely tell who it was. Yeah, she I mean, looks so different. She's not the same character as she was when she left. So it's like you're going to debut someone she, like you know that. What she's it's... actually she's actually more of she's more of EO Sky's heel character in NXT. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, I'm fine with if they want to go to like those two tag team in and like their own faction and they're both doing like their uh Japanese heel versions like I am all for it. Yeah, cuz I mean they the Pirate Princess they've sucked. held gold together before, right? I don't know if they've held it together, but I know they were friends when they were like in Stardom before they were brought over to WWE. They didn't it, her and Asuka had the tag titles, but not her and EO. No, I'm not talking about this company. I'm talking about in Stardom. No idea don't know enough about it don't watch it never seen it either way 2.75 beers for that match uh eo sky retains and then we got cody rhodes versus damian priest it's a good raw match yeah that's exactly what it was Uh, damage control and cody rhodes it's setting up for survivor series yeah damage control and cody rhodes exactly joe (laughs) There really is nothing good to say about this match. I didn't enjoy this at all. Man. Which is disappointing because of how big these guys are on my opinion list. Like, then uh, yeah, let's let's wrap it up real quick. Then damage control interfered, just like any episode of Raw. You realize and, you're saying damage control, right? Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't realize Judgment Day <laughs> interfered. I tried uh, to make a joke already that you were doing that, and you didn't no, realize I, it. I, and I, I didn't, <laughs> didn't know. I didn't notice you were making a joke because I didn't realize that I was making a mistake. Uh, Judgment Day interferes and Cody wins. And it got... 1.75 beers. 1.75 beers. Was this the worst match of the night? Yep. I think so too. I would have preferred the pre-show match over this one. Yeah. Agreed. 
which is unfortunate. Well, uh, main event. Roman Reigns, LA Knight. Roman Reigns and LA Knight, a match where we automatically knew that the Judgment Day would get involved and that it would cause what? Sorry, bloodline? <laughs> the bloodline to get involved. I did it. I pulled a Joe. <laughs> um, I have a stat for this match that they said during the show. Roman's been champ for almost 1200 days. Did you hear them say what number defense of the title this was? Like 50-something, 50 54, 55? Way too high. 27. Very close, 29. That and is... that's, that's Universal and WWE combined? No, that's since that's like in this 1,200 days. So, so okay, like so Universal. Won the Universal. Okay. That's unacceptable. I mean, we know, we, we knew, but like still, just hearing that, it just it's just like, oh my God. It's so bad. How? Makes no sense. And I mean, yeah, and it 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 does make it feel like a bigger deal, though. I guess. Like the comparisons I've seen it drawn to is, uh, Hulk's around twelve hundred day reign, um. like he had defended it like a hundred something times or whatever, but that's also when wrestling wasn't as big on TV and they were traveling to like town to town and Hulk Hogan was the big draw. Yeah. The big when draw he was on is, TV, he was always defending it. Yeah. yeah but the, the big TV. draw is different now. The whole, the whole thought of like getting to see Roman Reigns wrestle is, is a lot different now. Than it was in the eighties. Yeah, I guess. I don't think that like, I don't know. I, I mean, Seth has been champ since what? Night of uh, Champions. Night of Champions. Night of Champions, and when was that? Jan- May. June. I think it was May. June. May. May or May June. June. Yeah. Uh, and frame. he's defended it what three, four times. More than that. No, I think I don't I don't think so. He's defended it at every pay-per-view, and then also he's defended it on some weekly shows. I can think of at least five defenses based on just the Shinsuke, Drew McIntyre, and Sami Zayn matches he's had. I don't that's, know. That's already five. I get I guess you, you can't real you can't defend only twenty seven times in twelve hundred days, thirteen hundred days. I forget what you said. Twelve. But it does feel like a bigger deal when there actually is a match just because of that, how how seldom he wrestles. Yeah, except for the fact that, like, now it, it's because it's become so long that you know every title defense that he has that's not Cody Rhodes at this point, he's going to win. And yeah, it's going to be the same fucking formula that it is every match, and it's so stale. Yeah. Uh, he said eight defenses. Seth. Seth has had eight defenses. Damian Priest, Braun Breaker, twice defend, twice to Shinsuke, Drew, and Sammy. Yeah, he did it like once on NXT. Yeah, yeah Braun Breaker. Yeah. He's wrestling in a breakneck. I don't know. He, he's he's on a, a Brock Lesnar schedule now. Roman? Yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean, it's almost worse um, than Brock, Brock Lesnar. We 
when Brock Lesnar was the champ, I still saw him almost every pay per view. Almost no. every pay per view. Almost every pay per view. We're mean, getting less but, than. But I don't think we're getting less because we don't always see how many titles Roman defenses, defended but we this still, year. But we st- Rumble. He spent three of those pay per views in a row where he was defending tag, going for tag titles and shit like that. He has defended it at Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Mania, SummerSlam, and here. Five. Yeah. Wow. That's bad. I think that's it. Owens, Zayn, Cody. SummerSlam was against who? Jay. Jay. And and then this one. Look, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I I kind of understand it. I did hear a report this week. I don't know how true it is that the reason for it is not because he wants to work a limited schedule. It's that the effect of the double cancer um, and the associate chemotherapy was is, is starting to take a toll on his body and he cannot wrestle a full time schedule. Which would suck if that's a true if that's a true report. Yeah, but it's respectable. Like. I, oh, I see. I, I thought it was him wanting to work a limited schedule because he almost died and he wants to spend time with his family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's earned it. Like we might say we don't like it, but like, yeah, I, I mean, before before COVID-19, he was on our TV every week before his cancer. He was on TV every week. Well, and also post cancer po- and pre COVID, he was. There. That's what I'm saying. Before COVID, he was he was there all the time. I mean, also at the beginning of this title reign, like the first year to year and a half to two years of it, we saw him every week. We saw him every pay-per-view. Yeah. It wasn't until like about a year ago that we really backed it down to where we're seeing it now. Year, year and a half ago. But still, 29 defenses is insane. I will say this. I don't think that after he loses the title, we even see him as often as this. Oh, no. When he loses the title, I would expect to see him incredibly rarely. Yeah, for sure. He's he's going to he's going to go into 2003 rock schedule. Yeah. It will be like only only the big shows. Yeah, it's a big show. Well, there's an um, article right here that says ranking all 27 of his title defenses. Ooh. Play. Number one, Drew. Uh, I'll give you Drew, top Drew five. Cardiff. This is by Bleacher Report. Top five. Uh, WrestleMania Drew, 37 Cody. against Daniel Bryan and Edge. Okay, five. that's fair because we we did, nobody picked Roman Reigns to win that match. I remember. A uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan on an episode of SmackDown in 2020. That's during the co- or 2021. That's during the COVID era. Okay. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, Clash of the Castle, three. Good. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, Elimination Chamber, 2023. Okay. Yep. I'm glad they're putting in like the believable ones. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in 2020 at Clash of Champions. The the original one, the original fight against Jey Uso, not the 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 one where uh, Jimmy returned. No, that was Hell in a Cell. This is the one before Hell in a Cell. Okay, their first match. The I not the I Quit match. No, the I Quit match then. No, Logan Paul is six. 
another Daniel Bryan at seven, Kevin Owens at eight, Cesaro at nine. Last man standing with Brock Lesnar at 10, Matt Riddle. Oh, Matt Riddle did get a title shot. That was actually a good match. I remember that. Yeah, you're Where are the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins ones? Kevin's low. Uh, Reigns versus Owens. Last man standing is 13. Is that that was uh, the rumble? That was the rumble two years ago, right? Was that the one where Kevin got handcuffed yeah. and yep. everyone was pissed off? Yeah. Hell in a Cell I quit match is 14. Okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. That That's the one Jimmy returns. Reigns versus Cena. Reigns versus Owens from this year at 17. Reigns versus Seth from this year or from last year at 18. At Here's Rumble. What I will say so far, I'm really glad that Finn is low on this list. Reigns versus Finn Balor from SmackDown is at 19. Uh, Hell in a Cell, Reigns versus Rey Mysterio on SmackDown, like when they moved it from the Hell in oh, a Cell card that. and they put it on SmackDown instead. Yeah, Weird. wasn't that when Roman Reigns threw Sub out of the ring? It just threw him out of the ring, like on the ground. Uh, winner takes all. Reigns versus Lesnar is 21. Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again at 22. Reigns versus Strowman at 23. I don't even remember that. Uh, the yeah. Extreme Rules match where the ring broke is 24. The, the ring broke. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of SummerSlam where Brock comes in with the fucking tractor trailer. Um, that was last man standing. Yeah. The only three that are worse than the uh, corner rope that broke were Reigns versus Goldberg. Okay. There. Uh, the Reigns versus Sami Zayn squash match from 2021. I don't remember it. I don't remember, remember saying like somehow got a title shot on SmackDown um, and like Roman's like Roman like fucked with him. And then Roman was like, yeah, you get a title shot, man. I'll give you a title shot. And then like speared him three times. And the match was over immediately. Back when Sami Zayn had that conspiracy theory gimmick. Okay. And then the last one is Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at Elimination Chamber 2020. That's the one where Daniel Bryan won the Elimination Chamber, immediately got a Roman Reigns match, and got squashed on the card, on the pay-per-view. Like, he had just finished the Elimination Chamber match and immediately had a match. With Was Roman that during Reigns. COVID? I think it's right after COVID. Okay. Uh, 2021. So, nope, so that is COVID. Were fans in attendance? Oh yeah, yeah that, so no, that was that, that wasn't until Mania down. that year where fans were in attendance again. Yeah, that was yeah. COVID, and it was okay. barely any fans. Yeah. All right. That was cool. uh, that Mania was the Samoa Joe and a Poncho Mania. Yep. <laughs> at at uh, Raymond James. Yeah. No, oh, that's the Holy thing. We shit, what a tangent. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, how many beers did this match get? Three point two five. The only thing I wanted to say about LA Knight was he looks like he belongs in the main event scene. Oh, yeah. He did yeah, a good job. For sure. And the um, fact that they made um, him, they let him kick out of the Roman Reigns spear um, before interference happened, like, or after, true. sorry, after interference happened, they let him kick out of a spear was like, holy fuck, they are making this guy look huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. But anyways, uh, we've already talked about this, um, but I retained but not the craziest thing about the beer or about the predictions. We all tied. Hmm. Everyone. Everyone tied. Had the exact same amount of points. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, Obviously, Ty goes to the champ, so suck it. Champion's advantage. Dylan doesn't have to be pinned or submitted I in do. order to lose his title. <laughs> no, I do. We'll call this a count-out victory. Okay. Or I loss, but I retained. 
All right. Uh, well, that wraps total. up Crown Jewel 2023. Yeah. Total eight, beer count. Eight, 18 and a half total. All right. Let's move on to the weekly recap. Is there really anything to talk about for SmackDown? I don't think so. Because it was before Crown Jewel and it was a lot of... um. It was just a lot of like preview for Crown Jewel. Yeah, I don't think there's anything necessarily to talk about. Talk about wasn't it pre pre recorded? Absolutely, because because uh, a lot of people that were on Crown Jewel were there. I think they did it after SmackDown the week before. Honestly, I I honestly don't know what they did for recording SmackDown last week. Chad, do you know? No idea. I thought it was live. You thought it was live? I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it at all? I have I have only seen highlights. Because, like, Roman and LA Knight were there. Fucking, like, a bunch of people that compete, like, Cena and Solo oh, I were saw there. the highlights of it. I just saw they yeah, flew afterwards. It was the day before. It, there's 0%. Like, they had to wrestle, like, I don't know, 16 hours after that in Saudi Arabia, which is probably as long as the flight is. It was a thousand percent pre-taped. Yeah, Um, it it was. I heard it was a terrible show. I didn't watch it. Yeah. All right. Nothing to talk about. Moving Uh, on. Let's talk collision. Hold on. Hold on. on. I actually saw a a phenomenal match on Rampage. I don't care, though. They put Commander El Hijo del Vikingo. Oh, I heard about it. And Penta El Zero Miedo in a triple threat match to start rampage and then gave it like 20 minutes. And this shit was five star quality. Wow. But it was rampage. It, and I was like, sh- when I saw them announce that match was like the opening match of rampage. It's like, I guess I have to watch this week. I'm glad I watched. Holy shit. It was good. That's just like what they do is they just put bangers on rampage and just nobody watches them. There was, there was something about, uh, like, Metalik was supposed to have a match against Commander, I think, where Metalik was supposed to put Commander over. This might have been Collision, um, but Metalik refused to put Commander over, so they just didn't have a... No, it was probably Rampage, because Rampage, I guess, was only three matches. Yeah. Um, It was supposed to be four. One of them was supposed to be Commander versus Metalik. And, like, Metalik, for whatever reason, said, no, I'm not going to put him over, and they just canceled the match. Well, Commander was in the triple threat match, so yeah, maybe, maybe was... they made maybe that made it a triple threat match. Like maybe they had to rewrite it because Metalik was being Chrissy. Is Kevin Owens just on commentary tonight? Yeah, you didn't see that video before SmackDown. No. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, he walks up to Nick Aldis, and he's like, "Hey, I know, uh, I know that there's going to be an open seat on commentary tonight because Corey's not going to be here." Oh, uh, uh, Corey. I was like, and, <laughs> no, and, and then he, he he's like, yeah, the only condition is um, if if you do this, you can't get physical at all. And if you do, I'm going to suspend you. And he's like, no problem. Uh, and he's like, but obviously I can't wear what I'm wearing right now. And he was wearing a never, never give up shirt, John Cena. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to need a tie or something. And and at, when I saw that, I said, he's 100 percent going to wear a KO shirt with a tie. Like a sleeveless shirt, the t- yeah. and then that's what he's wearing. He also has this giant monitor, which I find funny. Oh yeah, like an old like 
a computer monitor. That's He's funny. doing like the play-by-play that they do for football where they draw dicks on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Kevin Owens is a fucking treasure. He's, oh, he no. looks like he's in good shape right now, too. Oh, no. I hope he's not about to get physical and get suspended. That would suck. Oh, no. Kevin, don't do it. Be the professional you are. All right. Anyways, uh, Chad, anything else about Rampage? No, that was the only comment is how fucking good that match was. All right. Good, because I don't care. Collision. I, I hated Collision. I've oh, got... You, you... I you gave up like an hour like and 10 the minutes. Kingdom in. versus local competitors? No, I gave up like an hour and 10 minutes in. I could not watch it. I was getting so annoyed by it. Yeah. Uh then then I guess we don't have to talk about anything. Looks like Daddy Ass defended their titles against Dalton Castle and the boys. Swerve had a match with uh AR Fox. These are the things that I watched before I turned it off that I was like, why the fuck am I watching this? Why am I wasting my time? I don't know who the Sex Stallions are, but they had a match against Mark Briscoe, Dusty, Dustin Rhodes, and Dude, Keith it was, Lee. It was the Workhorseman and Kip Sabian. Oh, nice. Yes. Yep. We had Willow versus Emmy, uh, FTR, and LF5. Yeah, Rouge. And- oh, uh, Legato. Uh, no, not Legato. Uh, Le Faction. Versus Big Bill, Ricky Starks, and Gates of Anar- Anarchy. No, Agony. Yep. And that was it. Uh, so moving have, on. I have two notes from Collision, actually. <laughs> oh, you watched I it? Wanted, I just, yeah, I just wanted to let you finish. Um, oh, I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, I did. Uh, Damn one, it, Kevin. So, yeah, Kevin Owens just got himself suspended, um, probably. But, <laughs> um, so Jake, Jake Roberts is back with Lance Archer. Oh, my God. And, now uh the righteous is with them so that's uh we got a, a new faction alert chad give me Trash. your give me your hype level for that um negative three um for three people i give absolutely no fucks about with <laughs> a with a manager who i really don't want to see commonly okay um and then i have a confession to make um I'm over my hate for Roderick Strong uh, from when he cost me winning the title so long ago, whenever that was. Damn, you're just turning into Louis. Oh, now now she is a pirate again. Yeah, her pirate theme is still there. I'm, yeah. God damn it. I didn't want the pirate. Yeah, it's still there. Um, I'm over my hate for Roderick Strong after Collision. I just think it's funny now. And I think I kind of like him. I like him, too. I I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And I think I think it's going to end up being here's my here's my current thought. I think it's going to end up being someone like KOR as the devil. No. With... I I think I I I'm ready to say who I think it is and I'm going to stick with it. But All right. I'm I'm going with uh Adam Kevin and Roderick turning on MJF and and therefore Kyle is the devil. That's that's my final word. Until next time, I change my mind. CM okay. Punk, shut the fuck up. I said that to you as a joke this week, like a bit. Look I'm not dead. finding it to be funny. Yeah, Chad, why aren't you drinking? I have duty tomorrow. You're well, not finding it to be funny. No, I think that it's legitimately CM Punk. Are you serious? 
I have fallen for it, and I think it's legitimately CM Punk. I think they're going to show us CM Punk. Dude, CM Punk is doing this thing. I don't know if you've seen this on the internet. Everywhere he goes, he like tries to drop like WWE hence. Yeah. He's I think not it's going a CM Punk. Either. Exactly, because he's still in AEW. No, no, he's going to Impact. Because he's still in AEW. Or he'll never wrestle again. No. 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 God damn it. All right, Dylan, let's hear your opinion. You, you've heard ours. I thought so- we would talk about it on Dynamite, but I, I think it's no doubt it's Adam Cole. Okay, so yours goes along with mine. Yeah, and I I like because uh, I other... I could see I could see it being Adam too. I like I, the I just other said... guys, the lower level guys, the not devil guys being you know, Kor and uh, the Kingdom, the Kingdom. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it being Adam. I, like I was just saying, I was just saying, uh, Kyle, because I think Adam is legitimately hurt. But if he's not, then I'm I'm down with it. My so only. Here's... My Here's only problem is if it is Adam, then we're not getting the payoff at World's End because he's still hurt. No, we're getting the payoff. Back by then. We're getting the payoff uh, next weekend when uh, MJF defends his title with whoever the fuck he defends his title. Yeah, that's with. what I hope. But if it's Adam Cole, I don't know how the fuck they're going to get him out there in a boot. Maybe they just won't pay it off next weekend. And that World's End match is him is MJF against Wardlow or Samoa Joe, and we drag it out till then. I really hope not. God damn, something they would do. But I, I just, I want to before we get into Raw, I have to since we're on this subject, I have to cut to a quote from Dynamite this week where Roderick Strong said, when when Adam Cole was doing the video chat with MJF, and MJF had left already, and it was just Roddy came in and was like Adam. Or something like that. And uh, Adam was, hangs up on him. He was trying to talk to Adam Cole and he was like, see, Adam, that's what the devil will do. He'll walk away. And then that's when Adam Cole just hung up on him and like essentially walked away. I think it's a, something subtle like that that I caught on to. I, I, I think it's Adam Cole. I think it's the devil and his posse are undisputed era plus some maybe. Like the original Kingdom and Undisputed Era combined, you know, like combine both of Adam Cole's major factions, yeah, into his new faction. Yeah, I mean, trust me, if there's one thing I want, that's the scenario I want. More factions? No, I want Adam Cole to be the devil, and I want him <laughs> to take the title off MJF. I want the Kingdom and Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole to all be together. Yeah. Yeah, and but my favorite I, faction of the common era is 100% the undisputed era. Then why not say that that why not make that your prediction and just hope for hope that what you want is what's going to happen? Because so, what I want never happens. So I'm going to sit there and continuously say my prediction is something that I hope never happens because that's that would be that would trend. But what I want at- Auburn to win a national title. Guess what they don't do? that i'm a cowboys fan i want them to win they don't do that so it's cm punk who's the devil auburn won 12 years ago no we're we're gonna get the worst of both worlds it's not gonna be cm punk it's not gonna be adam cole there's not gonna be a uh undisputed era faction what we're going to get is jack perry as the devil that would be the (laughs) that's a worst worst. case scenario worst case scenario is jack perry (laughs) also i said cowboys three super bowls uh they've won five they have won five, none before of them people, while I was watching. Four people jump all over me for that. 
the three listeners. I didn't watch any of those. Yeah, I don't. Have you watched a single Cowboy Super Bowl? No. So you're not a bandwagon fan. That's good. No, when I started watching, they had Quincy Carter as a quarterback, and we lost uh, 14 games. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Quincy Carter was bad. All right, let's get into Raw. Uh, So I made a text on Monday because I watched Raw live to both of you. I said, I th- I'm making a bold I, – I don't remember exactly what I said, and I'm not going to look, but I made a bold prediction that on Monday – there would be that Damian priest was going to cash in on Monday. My reasoning. So one, we had the opening segment between Rollins and Zane where Zane came out without the contract. And then they explained it away saying that Zane was forced to give the contract back to Adam Pierce, who would then give it to Damian priest. And now all is right in the world. Um, so now, one, Priest has the contract back. And two, they made a title match for later in the night where the winner is obvious. It was not, Sami Zayn was not going to win that match. But like, I I don't, I don't remember what the other thing was. So it, it was re- really just because they made the, the a random World Heavyweight Championship match on Raw. And that was why I thought Damian Priest was going to, and also, the very next thing after this opening promo was a judgment day tag team match where I was like, Oh shit. If judgment day loses this match, the, the cash in is a thousand percent happening because the money in the bank winner always loses the night that they cash in. But then judgment day won, And I texted you guys again and I was like, ah, never mind. I don't think it's happening. That's why I said it. I just thought it was happening. I hate you. Because why? Because you I I, I made you watch wrestling. I watched Raw Live. Watch. I couldn't skip commercials or garbage matches. That's three hours of my life. I will never get back. Chad, <laughs> if the if a cash in on happens on Raw, it's not happening until 1055. You didn't have to watch any of Raw Live. That's not my fault that you turned that you started to tune in at 830 thinking a cash in was going to happen at 830. And by nine o'clock, I was caught up to real time. Then I mistakenly watched two hours of live raw. And by Ugh. then, I had already said, never mind, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, true. So this is not on me. At that point, I was kind of just like, fuck it. I don't really want to change the channel. And so I ended up just watching the whole thing because I kind of wanted to see the cam, uh, the Sammy versus Seth match, which was really good for TV, by the way. Fuck yeah, it was. Um. But, I mean, it just wasn't the best episode of Raw. I like the main event a lot. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know what else really to say. Oh, the Creed's. Uh, the Creed brothers, which. <laughs> oh, they officially are on Raw. They, they, yeah, they, they them signed and Ivy contracts. Nile signed their contracts for Raw. Ivy Nile's so good. <laughs> oh, you really into that, Joe? Yeah, she's such a good wrestler. She she had a good showing in the battle royal. She had a really good showing in the battle royal. Um, the one thing we definitely had so many missed opportunities last week on basically what was the Creed show, where when we talked about the Creed brothers, we didn't make any Creed the band references, <laughs> but any other time we were just like consistently making Creed references. 
I listened back to the show and I was like, we were talking about Creed, the band. And then like minutes later, talked about the Creed brothers and there was just nothing. I was like, damn, we're not very smart. <laughs> true, true. Um, Yeah. Other than the Creed's Sammy and Seth and the battle Royal, there is really nothing to talk about on raw. Except. War games. War games. So we have the match. So um, far. So far. It's typically it's five on five, but right now we've got four on four. We've got the Judgment Day boys. That includes JD McDonough versus Cody, Jay, Seth, and Sammy. Rumor has it that the final members of each team is going to be drew mcintyre on the heel side and one randall keith orton on the face side so kind of pretty close to what i talked about i mean obviously the bloodline's not here so like it's just judgment day as a whole but like even when we were like there's an opening for a spot on that heel team i was like it's definitely going to be drew I still think that it's going to be Drew. I mean, they're hinting at it 100%. And I can't wait for the full-on Drew heel turn. Um, I would assume that that's happening this week. I would assume... So there's two more Rawls before Survivor Series. So I would assume this week, Drew turns full heel, joins up with the Judgment Day, and then we've got a five-on-four attack where the heels go insane and they kick everyone's ass this coming Raw the raw that we're going to talk about next week. And then it'll be like, oh man, who's the face team going to get? And Chad, Cult you of personality text- hits and then CM Punk comes back. You you texted earlier today that it should be a surprise. And that Randy Orton shows up at Survivor Series. No, that's not what I want. I just, I wouldn't, that's not, that would be not surprising to me. I WWE think WWE would, would be, I think they know better and that they would be stupid to make this be a surprise entrant. Well, and then you ruin the return of Randy Orton. No, he returns on Raw. On a random Raw. The go home show. I hear voices in my head. They come to me. They understand. But the, the reason that you don't want it to be a surprise at Survivor Series is because you don't want the crowd to boo Randy when he does make his return because they will boo anyone that is not CM Punk. You think so? I I just don't know if they will. They didn't. In Chicago. Yeah, but they like after they heard the allegations that Tony Khan said, they were like, "Okay, well maybe we shouldn't cheer this guy." Yeah, but it's, no, no, they would, especially with all of the stupid ass rumors, ass rumors that have been going around with Punk potentially going back to WWE, they would 1,000% boo Randy Orton. I don't think so. I don't think we're at 1,000%. Or at least it would get, or at least the show would get taken over by CM Punk chance. I I, I don't buy it. I'm not buying into your, your line of uh, reasoning. Regardless, my prediction of how this is going to It's Randy up. Orton. Yeah, returning from a long injury and help out a face team. And when Daniel Bryan uh, didn't come out at number 30 in the 2014 Royal Rumble and instead it was 
current Hall of Famer and at the time future Hall of Famer and beloved mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio, he got the shit boot out of him. Yeah, but Ray had just killed someone. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He has I, been I, killing it at all in. But that's, yeah, I don't know. That's the point I'm trying to make. I, I do think that it's going to be Drew aligns with Judgment Day this week for War Games, turns full heel, and then Randy comes back at the at the go-home Raw. All right. And then depending on who stands tall on that Raw is probably who I'm going to pick for that match. But right now I'm leaning heavily on face team wins. I can't wait for Randy to come back. Me too. I'm excited. I just hope he doesn't like get severely uh, even more injured. And then Matt Riddle gets re-signed. Oh Ooh. yeah, that's what we yeah. want. <laughs> Love that. No, 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 no. RK bro, Randy. Randy. Hey, Randy. No, I don't want that. Like hey, Randy. All. You want to go get drunk on an airplane, Randy? <laughs> Do you want to accuse security guards of sexual harassment, <laughs> Randy? Randy, <laughs> Randy, how's your back? Randy, Randy, let's cheat on our wives. <laughs> God damn it. All right. We should stop. <laughs> anything, else, anything else for Raw? Nope. No. Okay. Um, Actually, sorry, I do have one more thing. I'm I'm stupid. Uh, which Wait is another thing. The war games commercials have been clearly showing like uh, it's been showing highlights of women in war games matches, highly implying that there will be a women's war games match. Uh, is that going to be? Do you think? I mean, essentially, what we're seeing on SmackDown right now. It's got to be SmackDown, right? The Raw women's titles already have a match. Yeah, it'd be the... like this damage it's, control. It's and... this current match. I think it's this current match with some other people added. I don't Wait. know what y'all are watching right now, so we're this watching, is not good podcast. We're watching a six-woman tag team match, so damage control, which includes Kyrie Sane uh, and not Dakota, versus Bianca, Asuka, and Charlotte. Wait. Okay. Didn't... Oh, never oh. mind. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what, okay, what, so what's... Maybe it'll be damage control along with Asuka. <laughs> Did Asuka just turn on all the other people? I'm sorry, Joe, if you're not here. I yet. haven't seen it yet. I'm so sorry. Uh, but yes. So Asuka, Kyrie, Sane, Bailey, and De- and damage narrative. Damage control your narrative plus Asuka and Kyrie saying against Charlotte, Bianca, and who though? I don't know. But either Natalia. way. Shotzi? Shotzi's been on Charlotte's side recently. Uh Candice LeRae. No, that's raw. No, I was just thinking of match like war game women's war games matches we've seen, and I think it was Candace who's what was it? Eo who stomped on the on the trash can and got someone stuck, or was it the other way around? I don't know, but I think there's a there's a decent chance we're about to find out what the women's war games match is. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, let's get into Chad's three best things. For, oh, there's Shotzi. God, I'm sorry, Joe. Called it. 
Um, it. Yeah, I only just saw Kyrie, or sorry, Asuka kick. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> um, maybe once this entire segment is over. Uh, Chad's three best things from NXT. Go ahead, Chad. What if I told you I only have two? That's just... Then you need to explain why. Because I didn't find NXT to be an overly entertaining show this week. What? Really? NXT is always just so enjoyable. Um, I guess I could throw like a third thing in there that I like that they're doing Iron Survivor qualification matches. Like yeah, I like the true. I like that they're doing that. That's like yeah. I guess that's number three. I'll what give were the matches. Our boy one? Mick Foley. Mick Foley announced um Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henry Henley, and... which um and then my the other match is my number two. Uh. The best match and the only really watchable match on NXT. Ron Breaker versus Von Wagner. Was Dijakovic versus Tyler Bate. Ooh. Dijak versus Tyler Bate was the main event. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Who won? Uh, Dijak. Dijak. He's in the Iron Survivor match. Okay. Um, And then Tiffany Stratton beat Val Henley. And she's in the Iron Survivor match. Um, But then the final thing of the night. Wait, was Fallon Henley beat Tiffany? No, Tiffany beat Fallon oh, Henley. Oh, sorry. I, I'm half listening and half waiting to see who's in women's war games. I don't think we're going to find out. Um, I guess I'll throw number one as Carmelo and Trick had a in-ring conversation um, where Carmelo basically said, like, don't ask me. You know I didn't do it. He kind of hinted that he didn't want to even get the ask the question, but then like Trick kept saying like I'm gonna ask you the question, and then mm-hmm. eventually Trick was like, "Did you attack me?" Unfortunately for this whole segment, like right as that was about, like we were about to get that payoff as to whether he did it or not. Um, Lexus King walks out and like gets involved, um, and then Trick tries to punch Lexus King, and Lexus King moves out of the way, and he punches Carmelo. And the, the closing shot of NXT was like them like hugging it out after that. But Carmelo just has his face like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking hate this guy and I'm going to fuck him up. It was like the final shot of NXT. So I'll keep Carmelo and Trick as the thing to care about on NXT. I like the Iron Survivor qualification matches. And anytime you put Tyler Bate or Dijakovic in a match, I'm in. All right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really glad that I didn't watch NXT this week. I know I said that I was going to be all in on watching. Uh, what's it called? Braun Breaker and Von Wagner. I'm really glad I didn't because it sounds like it was bad. The Von Wagner thing was just ridiculous. Von Wagner did put Braun Breaker through a table, though. Ooh. Okay. It was really like the raw show. Like Akira Tozawa had a match with Noam Dar, and Otis showed up and had a match with fucking Drew Gulak. And like, um, I like the Otis stuff. I I actually liked the uh, Alpha Academy stuff. No, I didn't. I I watched it actually, Chad. I know you've been watching it recently. Yeah. 
I just I don't I didn't care for any of the I don't really care much for Alpha Academy. I like Chai Gable, but that's the end of that list. So when the other two matches had Akira Tozawa and Otis, I didn't care. The Otis the Akira Tozawa uh, match for the Heritage Cup was okay. I I think it was terrible. So then should we move into Dynamite? Didn't watch it. I watched it. Joe, what would you like to talk about from Dynamite? Um, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is Keith Lee and Samoa Joe. Chad, do you at least know what happened on Dynamite? I know that Samoa Joe won clean and then put the title belt in the ring and made it useless. He vacated it. Yeah. Yeah. He said, this belt doesn't mean shit. Fuck off. I don't want it. And so left it there. So my, my big question is why put Keith Lee, who is a at least upper middle Carter and have him lose clean. Like, why not just make it a fucking match against some up and comer that Samoa Joe like beats? I I don't know. This was like uh, the very puzzling move. Uh, I I don't get it. It, I don't know why they fucking, I don't think it's, it's burying Keith Lee. Because oh, he yeah, still he like still burying, had a showing. It's not burying Keith Lee. It's burying Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's true. I did is, see comments from the old Ring of Honor owner that was like pretty upset by the direction Ring of Honor is right now uh, as a whole. Ring of Honor is just a fucking not even developmental. Just like it's dark and elevation. Yeah, combined into one brand. It's just to justify them having such a big fucking roster. Yeah. And double the amount of titles they have on the show. So yeah. every match could be a title match. We have title matches every week on Raw and Rampage and Collision. Not Did I say Raw? I meant Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, you know what I meant. <laughs> we have 30 uh, belts. We got to defend them every week. Yeah, th- this just didn't make any sense to me. I The match was good. Big meaty men slapping meat. It was uh, that that part, you know, it, it was good. It was just like just the puzzling move. I just don't. I don't yeah. If, if so like it. I don't think we needed to have the match at all. I think that they could have had him relinquish the title or had the successful title defense. Yeah. But or or had it had a successful title defense and relinquish against fucking I don't know, doesn't matter. Someone someone not as as big as Keith Lee. The crowd as small as it might have been was super over on Keith Lee. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they watched him get fucking beat, pinned clean, to have him have uh, Samoa Joe relinquish the title. Obviously, the right move wouldn't have been to have Keith Lee win because you want to defend Samoa Joe, have him be that legitimate competitor. But I don't know. I I just don't, I I don't think, I think this could have been done a lot better. My only thought is that Tony Khan wants to do like a hard reset or something on Ring of Honor and they're going to do some sort of tournament or something. Maybe I have no idea. Uh, If they do a tournament and a bracket is in front of my face, I still won't watch Ring of Honor, but I'll be interested. Oh, yeah, I love tournaments. Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. I'm about to watch the NBA because it's a tournament right now. And it's an oh, no, 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 I don't do that. 
Well, I also I, bet on the game, so I don't watch in season NBA. I, I can't do bet, it. I, I bet on the game, so I'm gonna Ooh, watch it. This is good. What is that? Um, I'm trying to find the brewery's name. Two silos. Citra Lilis. Citralicious American IPA with tangerine. Tangerine? Tangerine. That's what he said. And it's 6.9% alcohol by volume. Very nice. Nice. I love that you did that. Well done, two silos. Well done. You made a great beer. I'll have to try it. Yeah, I recommend it. It's good. Really, just some of the other notes I had for Dynamite were the full gear matches that got made. So I'll go over those real quick. Uh, Tony Storm versus Akarashita at full gear is happening. Um, and, and the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks with stipulations, kind of Golden Jets being Kenny and Chris Jericho, in case you didn't know, Chad. Um, so that's not a slow burn now, or at least at the moment, it doesn't seem like it. They're just going right into a full gear match. Basically, if the Golden Jets win, they get the Bucks tag team title shot that they're owed right now. And then if the Bucks win, um, Jericho and Omega cannot be cannot team up anymore. Basically, the Bucks are just being crybabies. Oh, no way. The Bucks being crybabies. That's never happened in the history of professional wrestling. You sound like a real CM Punk fan right now. Uh, That was the joke. That was the joke. Um. We had a debut on Dynamite. <laughs> uh, Mariah May. Sup? I don't know who she is. I didn't know. You I said you watched I, Dynamite. She no, saw no, the I, saw no, her, no, I did. I did leave poster. I did watch it, but I didn't know who it was when she debuted. Yeah, I mean, she's a stardom girl. Either way, it, 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 that. Oh wait, was she the one that was like fangirling over? Yeah, she was like fangirling over uh, Tony Storm. Yeah. So sup? That's all I gotta say about that. Um. Yeah, and then the main event was Jay White versus Mark Briscoe, and I think it was if Briscoe beat Jay White, he would get Jay White's title shot at full gear. So obviously, the outcome of that match was very obvious, but um. MJF attacked Bullet Club Gold after the fact, and then we got the acclaimed getting attacked by the devil at the end of the show, or the devil's goons. So this was kind of the last thing before the devil shows up in the same ring. This was kind of, I think this might be Bullet Bullet Club Gold's like realization that the devil's not MJF and that they might also have a problem on their hands. But I, I, I essentially predicted this is that there's going to be a point where they find out that MJF is not the devil. And then the devil's going to show up in the ring with them to basically confirm everything. So it, it, if the devil doesn't show up at full gear and doesn't reveal themselves, this is then this is getting dragged on for too long. It needs to happen at full gear. Man, I sure hope so. I, I the shitty part about it is, is is going to impact our opinion of the show so much. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're sitting here, we're looking at we have full gear coming up, right? It's going to be a normal AW pay per view, so it's going to be four hours, right? We're going to be looking like this is going to be you know 
11 o'clock or something, 11.15 when we're on getting entrance on a Sunday with getting entrances um, on this Saturday, Saturday. It's on a Saturday. I thought it was the 18th, which is next we'll Saturday on a Saturday. I think it's next Saturday. That'd be fucking awesome. I think oh it's next my Saturday. God, it's on a Saturday. Yeah, so it's next Saturday. Um, but we're going to be it's about, it's 11 o'clock at night, 11, 1130. And we're going to have sat through a, an incredibly mediocre card up to this point with some probably standout wrestling and no story. Yep, we're going to be drained from counting 30 beers with the tallies uh, and having enjoyed a few of, of those 30 beers. Um, and imagine this match is just really good. But we, I don't care. I will not give a flying fuck at this point because I know MGF's going to win. And if the devil doesn't show up, it does nothing. I have stayed up for no reason. Yeah. I have watched four hours of wrestling like without the, the point, culmination. The only reason you've stayed up is to get the B rating for the main event. Yeah. Yep. I AEW fucks this one up. I'm going to have a very rough time keeping up with AEW week to week. I'm already close to that. I am struggling right now. Sean Ross Sapp made a really good point this week on one of his podcasts. It was like the in 2019 when AEW came around, like the wrestling world was ready for another like was ready for another company to watch, but they were not ready for another wrestling universe to have to follow. I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, when Dynamite was a one show a week, I was totally about it. Yeah. I'll just tell you right now, I am way more interested in what Impact does week to week than I am anything that AEW does. Yeah. Impact's got some good stuff. AEW is five hours of TV a week, though probably about 70% of it's bad. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm not going to say the same as far as uh, being more interested in impacts, TNA, whatever the fuck, but I have certainly lost a lot of interest in AEW. And and a lot of it also has to do with how good WWE is right now. Yeah. They're doing so good. Some might say they're doing so well. <laughs> All right, well, that I guess wraps us up, right? Yeah. So next week's show, next week's show, um, no pay per view to review because we will have those predictions for AEW full gear. Nice. Um, we're 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 gonna have the go home dynamite, not the go home collision, but the second to last collision before full gear. Uh. We'll have Chad's three best things from NXT and then WWE building at a rapid pace for Survivor Series, which is exciting. I would assume so just a just a quick follow up. We did not get any any uh, resolution on a women's war games match, but Asuka has aligned. So the three Japanese women have aligned Asuka, Eosky and Kyrie Sane and Bailey is also there. Dakota's still hurt. So I don't know if they're if that match is going to be four on four or I, I don't think Dakota's good. There's no way she's good. Good to go yet. But and then the other side just has Charlotte and Bianca. 
So I don't know who else they're going to get. But Did Shotzi not show up? Oh, yeah, Shotzi showed up. That's right. So they need one more person. I don't know who it's going to be. Who is a face that has not been around for a while that would be on SmackDown? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. Not a fucking clue. Lacey Evans. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Well, either way, we will probably find out next week. Um, Actually, that'll probably be next week's SmackDown. So we'll probably find out in two shows from now. Uh, But yeah, that's going to wrap us up. As always, you can follow us on social media at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road.